Dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is the New Life Program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. On today's Bible Slot, we'll be having Sister Becky Arunga talk about Christ's episode. We also have the health segment, which will be brought to us by Ms. Mtesh, and today she'll talk about low back pain. As usual, we have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let us now listen to a song, Adamu Alipewa, by Victory Church Choir. Shepetea, Wali, Atapuam, Wake, 
I hope that you like that song by Victory Church Choir. Let us now give room to Msavi Mteshi with the whole segment. Stay tuned. listener, welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Each week, we discuss a disease that is a common among our listeners. Today, we will consider lower back pain a condition rather than a disease. Most adults can experience pain in their lower back at least once. It is one of the most common reasons for people to see a doctor or be absent from work. The good news is that this condition, if you take measures to prevent or to lessen the severity of most episodes, simple home treatments and practicing proper body mechanics will often heal low back pain within a few weeks. Surgery is rarely needed. The specific symptoms that we consider as low back pain include such things as muscle ache, shooting or stabbing pain in the back, pain that spreads down the leg, limited range of motion of the back and the inability to stand straight. We were created with backs that are a delicate interwoven network of bones, muscles, ligaments, nerves, tendons and discs, those pads that act as cushions between the bones of our spine. This network works in a coordinated fashion to allow us to stand erect. Pain most often occurs because we have strained muscles from improper or heavy lifting or from a sudden awkward movement that has unbalanced the forces acting on our back. Less frequently, structural problems cause pain. As an example, the discs located between the bones of our spine contain a soft material in their center which can bulge out of place or rupture and press on a nerve causing pain. They also can press on the main nerve that travels down our leg, causing sharp shooting pain through the buttock and back of the leg. The joints of our low back degenerate with age, and this degeneration can narrow the space around the spinal cord, causing pain. Finally, the spine can curve in abnormal ways, leading to back pain. Risk factors that increase the likelihood of our developing low back pain include obesity, aging, hard physical labor, smoking, stress, anxiety, and depression. Working at a desk is a risk factor because a lack of physical activity can weaken the muscles that support our back. Most back pain gets better within a few weeks of home treatment and careful attention. You can buy medicines to relieve the pain and inflammation without a prescription. A short period of bed rest may help. Back pain can be the signal of a serious medical problem, so see a doctor if your pain is constant or severe, especially at night or when you lie down. If it causes weakness, numbness, or tingling in one or both legs, new bowel or bladder problems, or if you have unexplained weight loss. Your doctor usually will not need many tests to identify the cause of your pain. She will examine your back and assess your ability to sit, stand, walk, and lift your legs. She will also test your reflexes with a rubber hammer. X-rays will show the alignment of your bones and whether you have degeneration or broken bones. 
More expensive blood and urine tests will only be needed if there's some reason to suspect that you have a dangerous condition causing your pain. The doctor can treat your pain more intensely than you could at home. She can inject numbing medicine and steroids into the space around your spinal cord to help decrease the pain and swelling around your nerves. She will instruct a physical therapist to apply treatments such as heat, ice, ultrasound, electrical stimulation and muscle relaxing techniques to your back to reduce the pain. As the pain improves, the therapist will teach you specific exercises to increase the range of motion, strengthen your back and abdominal muscles and improve your posture to prevent the pain from returning. Surgery is usually reserved for pain that doesn't respond to intensive treatment. In that event, a surgeon may fuse the bones of your lower back using metal plates and screws or by bone grafting. The surgeon will also remove the tissues and bone that puts pressure against the nerves. So, how can you prevent developing low back pain in the first place? First, improve your physical conditioning. Regular low impact exercises that don't strain or jolt your back, exercises such as walking and swimming can increase the strength in your back, allowing your muscles to function better. Abdominal and back muscle exercises help to strengthen the muscles that function as natural support for your back. Next, learn and practice proper body mechanics to increase the flexibility of your hips and upper legs and to align your pelvic bones. This will help prevent low back pain. If you stand for long periods of time, learn to stand straight to strengthen the bones of your low back. This will allow more room for your nerves as they exit the spinal column. When you sit, choose a seat with good lower back support, armrests, and a swivel base. Consider placing a pillow or rolled towel in the small of your back to maintain its normal curve. Don't twist your body in the chair. Finally, when you lift, let your legs do the work. Move straight up and down. Keep your back straight and bend only at the knees. Holding the load close to your body. Avoid lifting and twisting simultaneously. Find a lifting partner for lifting objects that are heavy or awkward. There are other things you can do to help prevent developing low back pain. Smokers have a lowered oxygen level in their tissues, which can hinder the healing process. So if you smoke, stop. Being overweight puts strain on your back muscles. So if you are overweight, losing weight can be helpful. Health Nugget is written by Dr. Richard Yukel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for being with us. Remember to send us your views, comments, and suggestions concerning this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 422 
Quench your spiritual thirst as she talks about Christ's epistle. Be blessed. 
How excellent is the name of the Lord God who's made it possible for us to meet and study his word. I invite you that together we may study God's word and know his love for mankind. I am your sister in the Lord, Becky Arunga. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we give thanks and praise to your holy name for that which you have done unto us. You have made us glad and afforded us a chance to know your word, your precept of truth. I pray that at this juncture, give us your Holy Spirit to be our teacher, that we may know that which you have in store for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, it is indeed a great privilege to be living in these last days because even though people are quite busy and they have no time to study the word of God, you and I who have decided to follow Jesus Christ may be as epistles to them. That even though they have no written word to study or they are unable to hear it shouted among the rooftops, they can listen, they can see and look at us. And by beholding our deeds, surely they are able to be acquainted with this Jesus that we are preaching. And so we realize that Paul writing to the Corinthians is reminding them of their position as the epistles of Christ in this world. We have his letter recorded in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, reading from verse 1. He says, Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Or do we need as some others epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Essentially, Paul is trying to bring to view the concept that it is not often the case that you need a letter of recommendation to someone or from, from someone. What we, we are talking about is that more often than not, when we are seeking employment, when we need someone to vouch for our character or our fitness to perform a particular action, we'll either be asked to write a letter of commendation to them or we write for them a letter of commendation. Meaning that we need third party to vouch for our goodness. But Paul is trying to make us depart from that thought. To say that you need no third party to commend you. For you alone as an individual are an epistle. A letter to be read. We know that letters contain confidential information passed from one person to the other. And so Christ himself, we have known him personally. And so Jesus is like the epistle that we ought to write. The story of Jesus is the letter that our life should showcase unto the world. That's why Paul is saying, you are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read by all men. It brings to perspective the concept of corporate Christianity. The fact that when one person falters, the entire name of the church is brought to reproach. When one person succeeds, then the entire church succeeds. It brings the concept of unity of brethren in fellowship. It brings the concept of togetherness in Christ, or should I say one in Christ. So this gives each one of us to know that they have an obligation 
to uphold the statutes of God. They have an obligation to live up to the standard that God has set before us. It is a sad state that we have allowed factions to erupt from amongst us, that we have allowed ourselves to be as the world. So instead of the world reading the pattern of Jesus Christ in our lives, they are unable to see the difference or demarcation between the Christian and the heathen. And so Paul is writing the church of Corinth and reminding them and saying clearly in chapter 3 verse 3, clearly you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is of the heart. The experience of salvation is written upon the tablets of our heart. The experience of salvation is ingrained in our hearts. The reason is from the heart springs forth the issues of life. So if we have Jesus in our hearts, then our mouth shall speak of Jesus. Our tongues shall sing of Jesus' love. Our hands shall be quick to do that which Christ has given unto us. Our feet shall be swift to move to the places that God has sent us to. Our hearts shall bear the message of the gospel. For beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of they that bring the glad tidings of salvation. So the ministry of Christ is written in our hearts. And this day I just give you a challenge. Look at yourself. Consider your ways and ask yourself this question. How well are you representing Jesus? How well are you manifesting his character in your life? A time is coming when there shall be no Bibles to be read. A time is coming when men shall hunger and thirst for the word of God, but they shall know not where to find it. Are you fully equipped with the word of God? Have you committed scripture to memory? And have you been to Jesus for his cleansing power? I beseech you, beloved, dear listener, if the things of this world, if the habits of this life, though harmless they seem, have come between you and the Savior, think twice. Think again, remember from where you have fallen, and seek the Lord when he is still to be found. There are many things that may come between our souls and the Savior, but I pray that as you endeavor to be that epistle of choice, that epistle that Jesus so desires to be acquainted with and associated with, may the Lord grant the desire of your heart. But this day, remember, habits of life, though harmless they seem, can be the only thing that separates you from God. Now allow God to remove the heavy weight of sin that besets you, and allow you to run the race set before you with tolerance, joy, patience, and perseverance. For our Lord is coming to take his people home. Let us pray. Thank you, everlasting Father. The assurance of full salvation in you keeps us going and keeps us trusting. Now we have learned that we are the epistle that the world needs to read. Help us to keep focused knowing that in all things you do well. Glory and honor be unto your name, for I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, beloved. It is always a blessing being at Jesus' feet.
Till next time, be blessed. Thank you for making Adventist World Radio your favorite station. It has been great and I hope through the masses of God who will join me next time. Don't forget to send us your thoughts concerning this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at I've been a presenter, Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. <laughs> Kwa mbesa Uzo kwa mungu